Hello, my spooky spectators. Welcome back to my podcast, Phobophobia, where I research all the interesting fears that not many people know about, so you guys don't have to. Now, I understand that it's been quite a while since my last episode, and for that, I deeply apologize. However, this episode, I think, is well worth the wait. In this episode, I will be talking about a very interesting fear that most people might not even believe is an actual fear but in reality affects a lot of people in their daily lives and activities. For this episode, I will be talking about plutophobia. Now, what is plutophobia, you might ask? Is it the fear of the dwarf planet in our solar system? Unfortunately not. Plutophobia is actually the fear of wealth. Then how did it get that name, you might be asking? Well, I'll tell you, obviously. In Roman mythology, the god of the underworld, His name is Pluto, but that doesn't have anything to do with wealth. Actually, it does. In mythology, he is also the god of wealth because jewels and diamonds reside underground. If you study geology, we know that some jewels and diamonds are formed from heat and pressure underground. So that is why Pluto is also the god of wealth because there's jewels and diamonds in the quote-unquote underworld. Now, this fear is also related to the fear of money, but it is commonly known as the fear of wealth, like I said earlier. So, the upbringing and the origins. There are many origins of this fear and many ways that people can get it, but one of them is upbringing, or the way you're raised. If you're raised in a place where wealth is associated with danger, that could be very triggering. You will start to associate danger with wealth or money. So for example, getting robbed or stalked, or even you might develop a fear of wealthy people for fear that they might hurt you. Yes, I know it sounds very out there, but this is a very real fear. And it is based on, like I said, upbringing, It can be past experience-based or future experience-based. But, surprisingly, it can also be passed down through genetics. If a person's ancestor is fearful of wealth and they were more likely to survive, they could actually pass down this fearful gene to their children. I know, it does not make a lot of sense, but think about that. Think about fears getting passed down through genetics. That's really cool. Now, the serious part, the symptoms. Now, obviously, the symptoms are gonna differ from person to person, but overall, it's gonna depend on their level of fear. If they are terrified, then obviously, their symptoms might be a little bit more severe. If they are not as fearful, then they might be a little bit less severe. And certain objects and situations can trigger these symptoms. They're called, hence the word, triggers. Now, common symptoms are trembling, chest pains, heart palpitations, elevated blood pressure, nausea, anxiety attacks, dry mouth. And obviously, many other symptoms of panic attacks and things related to those of panic attacks. Now, symptoms relating specifically to plutophobia are obviously going to have to do with wealth and money. 
And those symptoms will include anxiety when in the presence of wealthy people. Like I said earlier, some people might associate wealth with danger, just based on their upbringing or past events. Some might be triggered when they have a thought of becoming wealthy. Some might actually develop a strong distaste for rich people. In extreme cases, persons may believe them to be the antichrist or an evil person. So now this can cause a lot of issues. This fear can sabotage one's potential and cause people to take on low paying careers. Now, this might not be an issue for some people, but for others, it could affect their entire life. It could affect their family, how much they eat, where they live, things like that. Many actually develop anxiety itself and a fear of having these anxiety attacks because obviously it makes them uncomfortable. They might even develop panic attacks, which symptoms of panic attacks include sweating, trembling, heat flashes and chills, rapid heartbeat, nausea, and dry mouth. They also might develop psychological symptoms, such as fear of losing control, fear of fainting, fear of dying, and guilt and self-blame. They might feel disconnected from the outside world because they're too scared to venture out where wealthy people are. It might start to intertwine with other phobias, like the fear of going outside or the fear of anxiety. This is called intertwined phobias, when two or, four, two or more phobias are actually linked together and have a cause and effect relationship. Now, before I get into this next section, I am obligated to say that I am not a trained medical professional at all. All of these alternative treatments I found in my research, and if you actually need help, please, please go seek the advice of a properly trained medical professional. I am just here to educate, and I am not here to treat, um, so please, please go get the help that you need. Now, in my research, I found a lot of treatments that you can do. Obviously, there are different therapies that you could do. Um, I've talked about the therapies in my last episode, so if you want to go hear about those, please go listen to that one as well. That one is about arrhythmophobia, which is the fear of numbers, but there are also a lot of self-treatments that you can do. Um, so one of the main ones is uh, just taking good care of yourself and avoiding situations that trigger your fear. Um, some of the other main treatments that you can do are exercise. So cardiovascular exercise like running or swimming or walking or anything that will get your heart rate up um, can be very beneficial for anxiety and stress. Um, these types of exercise actually release chemicals in the brain called endorphins. Um, and according to the American Psychology Association, Exercise can help to condition the mind to better cope with stressful situations. Now, on the other side, um, you can also try yoga and meditation. Um, yoga actually increases your meditative state. It helps you go into that state where you are relaxed. 
um, and it can help release the anxiety associated with these phobias. And on the plus side, it can also help with your strengths and flexibility, so your physical body gets better as well as your mental health. Also, reducing caffeine actually helps with reducing phobias. The cause of reducing caffeine can make you less anxious and therefore less paranoid the more caffeine you drink the more jittery, the more anxious you can get and therefore tend to overthink things sometimes or get more paranoid. Um, caffeine can actually induce a flight or fight state of mind that can induce panic attacks. Now I'm not saying everyone has these because obviously some people um, need caffeine. Um, however, it might be something to try. So for my next section, which is actually my favorite section is the pop culture reference so although this certain phobia was not mentioned much it took a lot of research to find even one um even short film that mentions it so i found a zimmer twin wiki user called storm rocks um and it is a short film and one of the twins has this certain phobia and i'm not going to spoil it so something happens that triggers that fear and that's kind of what the short film is about so if you guys have any questions feel free to email them or to comment and i really hoped you liked this episode it took me a very long time to research these things and I thought this was a really interesting subject. And next time, I will be talking about electorophobia, which is actually the fear of chickens. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I will see you next time. <laughs>